Thank you for listening to this episode of the Heath Mulliken Project, where we want to help you discover your purpose, your passion, and your possibilities. This goal-setting series is brought to you by the pros at Second Chair Solutions. Whether it's coaching services, consulting, or outsourcing, Second Chair provides solutions to problems big or small. Visit us at www.secondchair.solutions. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Heath Mulliken Project. I am Heath Mulliken, and I am pleased to be joined by my good friend, Tim Kirkpatrick, for this very special series uh, going through Michael Hyatt's great book, Your Best Year Ever. Tim, how are you, man? I'm doing well. And, you know, as we're talking about, I'm realizing uh, I, I just finished Your Best Year Ever. I do it every year. Yep. I just realized I need to go back and read Living Forward too. Um, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of his books tie together. And, and you know, the last uh, episode, we talked about your why and your purpose and all that stuff. And, and really, Living Forward is a lot of that book. Uh, you can read all of them in order, out of order. I don't know if, if there's a sequential thing there. Um, but I just had the, the realization I need to read that book. You might want to put that one in the show notes as well. Yeah, so there we'll put, just put a show, we'll just put links to all his books. He's about due for a new one. Um, so yeah, there'll be a link in the show notes for your best year ever, and also for a tool um, created by Michael Hyatt that Tim uses called the Full Focus Planner. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. So, uh, your best year ever is a book that talks about the a five step plan for achieving your most important goals. Um, we've gone through the first four steps. Step five is make it happen. It's where everything comes together. Each step in the book has three chapters. The three chapters in this step are one journey is many steps. Number two, you can trigger success. And three, visibility is uh, essential. Uh, so Tim, let's let's talk about, you, you know, we both read this book about the same time. We, you know, we've talked about smarter, smarter goals when you hear that phrase, one journey is many steps, and or when you're thinking through your day and your week, what do those little steps look like for you? Um, I would say when I was first doing this, I had to literally plot out a lot of those things mm. um, and figure out, okay, in order and, and kind of reverse engineer, okay, if I want to do this, what are the 10 things that need to be done in order for that to happen? Okay. So that's step one of that. Are there any other baby steps inside of step one that need to be involved with that? As I've gotten into it a little bit more, a lot of that starts flowing more naturally and more freely. Although if I'm taking on something new, uh, I have to go back into that um, kind of that beautiful mind mode of like charting it out, whiteboarding it out. Now, Usually that'll be at either a year review or a quarterly review. We were talking earlier about the weekly reviews. Um, I don't know if you want to speak to that right now or not, but for me, when I'm really into the flow of it, 30 minutes on a Sunday night as a weekly review uh, is just some of the best times of the week for me. It puts a bow on a lot of things. I don't get concerned about Monday morning anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, when even when I plan out my weekend ahead of time, for the most part, uh, I, I'm not I'm not concerned about things on Friday. I'm not. I just feel a lot more secure and uh, with my time. But that also allows me to be more present with the people in my life and the relationships as well. 
Yeah. So that's part of that. Visibility is essential. He talks about a daily review, weekly review, quarterly review, yearly review. So taking a step back, you, you mentioned in an earlier episode that every morning you get a notification to look at your planner. So what is the trigger? What is that activation trigger on Sunday night that reminds you or you know, okay, it's time for my weekly review right here? Yeah. So for me, it's 8 p.m. Monday or Sunday night. And sometimes I can do that a little bit earlier. Um, but for me, kids are usually down asleep. House is quiet at eight o'clock. Um, and then that eight to eight thirty, sometimes if I'm if I'm the ADD <laughs> or ADHD is is acting up a little too much, it'll be eight to nine or or whatever. Um but I'll just I'll take that time and and go through my week review. And and I usually as soon as those kids go down, I'm starting to think about the next week mm-hmm. or the next day, whatever it is. And so my mind is kind of already there, but I know 8 p.m. And for a long time, I would get the trigger notification on my phone, weekly review, 8 p.m. every Sunday night. Now I just know um, that that is what it is and it's what's going to happen. Um, and when I was speaking a lot on Sundays and, and uh, we had the gym membership, you know, before COVID and all that stuff, I would actually go at 730. As soon as the kids go down, I would go and I would do a very, very light workout and I would sit in the sauna mm. Um and then I would debrief, I would start debriefing in the sauna and then I'd go out in a little cafe and do my weekly review out there. But I pull up my digital calendar, write everything out for my week, all my appointments, all that stuff that's happening. And then I, I start to say, okay, what are the three big goals that I have that, that are in line with my quarterly or my yearly goals? And, uh, and then I start to look at it from there. So how has, um, again, everything in your best year ever is, I mean, there's a lot of resources in the back, but they're all pushing you or pointing you to the full focus planner, which has, uh, has spots for uh, daily reviews, weekly reviews, quarterly reviews. How is that as a tool? I mean, it's, you can't go through that planner without seeing weekly reviews. So if you skip it, it's a pretty glaring thing. Has has the full focus planner just like help you make that a part of your regular week? Has that it is the planner itself been a trigger for you? Oh, I mean, absolutely. And also um a walk of shame if I open it up on Monday and I look I look at the next page over there and there and I didn't do the review, right? Which um has happened. I mean, it happens frequently, you know? And so usually at that moment, the Monday morning time, I will, I will go and, and do it then. And, you know, a lot of people do their weekly review uh, on, uh, on Friday afternoon, or they'll do it Sunday evening, or they'll do it Monday morning. Um, but yes, the, the act of opening up that, uh, the visibility of opening up the full focus planner um, it's hard not to go to that weekly review on it, but it's also intimidating when you're first getting after it. Uh, like I said, I'm down to about 30 minutes and that's like a deep dive on it mm-hmm. on, on knowing how to do it. Um, but it, when I first started out, man, he it would take me an hour and a half to mm-hmm. go through my weekly review and it shouldn't, 
It yeah. does not need to be that long. Um, but I think it, it's helpful as you get into the groove of it. And, and again, for me, scheduling is like my kryptonite. And so just scheduling out some of the meetings that I would have that week, uh, took up a lot of time, you know? And so, um, the, you're absolutely right. The visibility is key, but the trigger is the key. If you, anything that you can do to, to start the activation triggers is very, very helpful. Um, and he, like, he has a whole evening routine of mm. like, once dinner's over, then the dishes start. And then, you know, he like does this whole thing and it's like a two hour wind down. And, uh, you know, I've talked about my sleep issues with you before. Um, I need about two hours to wind down for the mm. day. And so for me, as soon as the kids go, go into bed, that, that kickstarts my wind down time, mm. you know? And so no arguments can't have any like intense discussions yeah. after seven thirty at night, because I won't be able to sleep. I'll yeah. be up at three o'clock in the morning, popping Benadryl <laughs> trying to pass out, you know? Right. Um, and so just like, there's just like different things that are triggers, uh, in a good way. Um, for me to enter my evening, start my day, you know, all those other things. Yeah. So in an effort of full disclosure, uh, I started using the full focus plan about a year ago. It didn't catch on with me like it did with Tim. And so as I was, I did the year subscription and as I was finishing up my year, I'm like, man, you know what? I really, you know, the first quarter I did all right with it. So I, um, I want to recommend um, ProductiveFlourishing.com. A guy named Charlie Gilkey has got a lot of great resources, but they have a digital planner you can buy, download. It's like 20 bucks. So I download that. I printed it out. It has a lot of the same things as the Full Focus Planner. You know what I found for me is I like having a three-ring binder. I have a collection of three-ring binders. And I like I had the full focus planner that fits in your pocket, and I thought that'd be a, a big a make a difference for me. But there's something about carrying this binder around. Um, I can have other things in there. You know, I can have some notes. I can have some. Uh, it's got my life score in there. So for me, and now again, I may get I may quit using that thing before January first even rolls around. But it was inexpensive enough to be like okay. Um, but I know that I need something in my life. I use a lot, you know, I use Outlook, use digital calendars. It's figuring out what tool. I mean, that's what this is, is you, no matter how many books you read, you have to figure out what tools are going to work for you. And the same tools don't work for everybody. Um, so the, the action plan for this step is breaking down your big goals into manageable next steps. Again, taking those smarter, smarter goals. What does that look like? Today, what are the baby steps? Uh, utilize activation triggers. Maybe that's a notification on your phone. Maybe that's having for Michael Hyatt. He talks, he's been talking for years. We know he sets his running shoes out every night. He sets his running shoes out because he knows he's going to run. For me, it's setting my workout clothes out. Um, it's knowing where my water bottle is going to be in the morning. I know where my scale is. I'm going to weigh myself in the morning. Um, that might be stuff at work. Some some things that trigger, and that whole chapter is on triggering success. 
Um, and then the last thing is schedule regular goal reviews. The visibility is essential just means keeping those goals, keeping all those things uh, in, in front of you. And this, all of this, Tim, we do this every year. This is not like, all right, we did it. We figured it out. We're masters of the universe or whatever. This is a, this is a continual process. All the steps you've got to continually be engaging with them. If you really want to grow, if you really want to progress, if you really want to be successful and be the person that you were created to be. Right. I mean, absolutely. And a lot of it's going back to basics, going back to principles, the classic Vince Lombardi thing that he would tell all of his players every, every year, this is a football I mean, they showed up with these massive contracts and he's still saying this is what a football looks like. Um, I think it's huge. And I learned something new that I'm not doing every single time that I do it. One thing that I, I just realized as you were talking right there um, that I stopped doing it. We, we've moved twice in COVID. We bought two houses in COVID, not at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So there's been a lot of just transition and like not getting in the groove and, you know, talk about setting your running shoes out and where your water bottles. I don't know where anything I haven't known where anything is since March of 2020. Yeah. Like everything is it's just discombobulation. Um, but I'll say one thing that I stopped doing is I stopped looking at all of my goals every day. Mm. And I think part of part of the reason why he has you do that or he suggests you do that most goal setting experts suggest that you look at those goals every day. Donald Miller says uh, you need to read your obituary every day hmm. is that it helps you refocus on the most important things because you and I both know that we're like water. We're going to go to where our mind and our attention, our focus is going to go to the easiest path, the path of least resistance. Hmm. And it's usually the least beneficial thing. So most people, when they go into the office, First thing they do is they open their laptop and they look at all the spam emails and that have come through and try to decipher which one of those are actual emails yeah. versus which one of those are junk emails versus which one of those will reply all emails that didn't have to be. And it boom, 45 minutes of your prime day is gone because you're sifting through junk mail that's on your laptop. At the same time, you probably have Facebook up. At the same time, you're trying to focus on what you're supposed to do professionally. Right. And I, I think if you can just set those things aside and say, I'm going to check my email from 10 to 1030. And again, from 1 to 130. And again, from 430 to 5. Right. Three times a day, which is more than enough. If somebody needs you outside of that, they'll text you or call you or yell at you. So like you can set yourself up for success with different triggers and, and different things, just organizing uh, your day and in your, in your life a little bit more. And it just helps. It helps to, to cut out the, the excess. It also helps uh, for you to be focused. And I think, that Heath, what you talked about a couple of episodes back about you have from 5.15 to 7.45, 8 o'clock every morning to focus. It's huge. Like realizing you have that time. And that's a prime, that's prime time Heath right there. 
Um, for other people, that may be 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's prime time for them. Knowing when you're at your best and then realizing, I probably don't need to be watching Netflix or checking email during that time. Right. Right. Um, I think it was uh, Carrie Newhoff, but there's also a link to something like this on the Productive Flourishing uh, website. And it's uh, a productivity heat map where you kind of look through your day and it's red. You know, what are the times in your day when you are at your worst and you do not have energy and it is a bad time for you to be in a meeting? What are those yellow zone times? And then what are those green times like? what are the times when you're at your best? So like for me, the mornings, uh, there's a, there's an author named Craig Ballantyne. And he says, he basically says what I'm doing in the morning is a waste. And I need to be writing my book in the mornings like that. I that you do your best work. So I'm thinking about that. Um, but also for me, the thing I love about the mornings is when I get home, you know, at five thirty six o'clock, I don't have the need to plop down on the couch Cause I already did my me time. I did my me time before anybody got up. And so when I get home, I'm energized. I'm ready. If the kids need something, I got to cook supper. I got to do dishes. I got to do house stuff. And I don't feel cheated in doing that. Cause I already gave my time. I gave myself the time first thing in the morning. Yeah, and I don't feel good. like well, I'm owed. I'm owed three hours of TV tonight. No, I I'm good. Um, so it's just, man, it's a process. It's a journey. It's, dare I say, a project. All of our lives are a project that we're always it working is. on. <laughs> yeah. And and I like that step five is make it happen, which, you know, at some point, you got to take that first step. Right. At some point, you've got to make it happen. Even if you think that that step is so small and insignificant, uh, talked previously about macros and micros and having that 30 year vision is the macro vision, mm. but you manage the micro. What am I doing today? That's going to lead me there. Not all of it. You're not going to lose 50 pounds in one day. Right. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to, you know, be an overnight success, you know, today you, you have to do little things lead up to that big thing that's going to happen so it's a long it's a long journey it's a long process but it starts with a few steps in the right direction so tim um as we as we close this out any any final thoughts about your best year ever any um any final encouragement you want to give to to folks yeah. Uh, so you, Heath and I uh, are big fans of Michael Hyatt, maybe because we've been around him so long, maybe because um, the way he writes just makes sense to us. Uh, my, my old mentor always said uh, the teacher appears when a student is ready. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't, I don't know that Michael Hyatt's the best out there. Uh, he's been the best for me. His mm-hmm. system has been the best for me. Yeah. And I think part of the reason for that is because I, I was finally ready. I was finally ready for a, for um, a change in, in who, I, who I was, who I was becoming, and who I wanted to be. And there are loads of people out there that are great. Um, I, I would say don't just shotgun it, but like be consistent with it. Try something for a month. A lot of these um, goal-setting uh, experts 
have a lot of the same principles on it. So if you think you can get away from doing an action after after action review, you're in for another thing because you're going to do an after action review, no matter who you follow. Uh, (laughs) If you think you can get away with only doing three things a day, you know, you know, you know, watch out because that's what most of them will say is you right. pick three major things to do. So, um, so give it a try, be consistent with it. And last thing I would say is, uh, I know Heath is always available to talk. Um, I'm for the most part available to talk, but you can, you can always reach out social media or email or reach out through Heath. And, uh, again, part of what I love to do is help people find their purpose and do what God's called them to do. Um, so I'd love to help you out there as well. Yeah. I think, you know, we both just, I I knew it was that time of year when we both kind of go through this book and I'm like, Hey, we might as well talk about it. And so this has been, this has been a blast, man. Been very helpful, uh, to me. I'm just, I'm so grateful for you. So grateful for your friendship and just man, grateful for what, God is is doing in your life, man. It's absolutely, uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, so again, in the show notes is all our social media stuff. Um, we we're here to, we're here to help you. We're here to encourage you. We want to be, you know, maybe you just need a cheerleader, and that really is what we want to be. Um, so we would love to hear from you. Again, we got a, a Facebook group, the Heath Mulligan Project. Let us know what you think of the book. I, I found it funny when we were we were talking about this. If you go on the the Amazon page, well, like when you click on the Amazon link to go buy this book, the review video is from me from two years ago when I did a review on the book, and I thought well, that's pretty that's pretty cool. So maybe I need to do another one. Uh, I don't know. So hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, the Heath Mulligan Project is an ongoing podcast. Uh, sometimes it's sporadic, uh, but this season is dedicated to helping you have your best year ever in 2022 or whatever year you're listening to this, we want you to have your best year ever. So for Tim Kirkpatrick, I'm Heath Mulliken, and we pray that God blesses you, uh, that God just, uh, shows you the, the path that he has for you reveals his plan for you and blesses you in a way that knocks your socks off. So God bless. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Heath Mulliken project, where we want to help you discover your purpose, your passion, and your possibilities. This goal setting series is brought to you by the pros at second chair solutions. Whether it's coaching services, consulting, or outsourcing second chair provides solutions to problems, big or small. Visit us at www.secondchair.solutions. We'll see you soon.